0: Live from the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York, on Friday, February 16th, 2024. I'm Gianna Volpe. LIRR Acting President Robert Free, speaking to the Long Island Regional Planning Council yesterday, announced that the MTA in December put a contract out to bid for the construction of a new station in Yapank. Alfonso A. Castillo reporting in new- on Newsday.com that bidding opened on January 31st for the New East Yapank station, as it's referred to in published MTA documents. The contract, which is estimated to cost between $10 and $50 million, calls for a two-train car platform parking lot with 50 spaces, a platform shelter shed, and a kiss-and-ride loop for drop-offs. The contract would also require the construction of an access roadway, linking it to existing roads, and the demolition of the existing Yapank station on Yapank Avenue and Park Street. The LIRR has said it's looking to move the existing station farther east Suffolk County and Town of Brookhaven officials have recommended a site just east of the William Floyd Parkway and south of the LIE near the Brookhaven National Laboratory, one of Long Island's largest employers. Free said the contract would be for both the design and construction of the new station and the hope is to begin work on the project by the end of this year. Free also announced plans to purchase a battery-powered rescue engine, For the Grand Central Madison Tunnels, quote, this engine will have the ability to go in and rescue a disabled train that we can't get out of the tunnel and not have to operate on third rail power nor diesel power, so it's really a great technology. Free said, adding, now I hope we'll never have to use this engine. Free did not disclose any other details of the purchase, including how much it was costing. The railroad who would be supplying the locomotive or when it would roll out if realized the new rescue train would be the LIRR's first real foray into battery-powered trains. In 2021, the railroad began studying the feasibility of using battery electric multiple units on its Oyster Bay branch. The technology would have allowed trains to operate on third-rail power where available, then switch to battery power where it's not. But the LIRR abandoned the project in 2022 after several concerns arose, including the high cost of retrofitting trains with batteries and the need to remove seats to make those batteries fit. LIRR officials said at the time they were still interested in incorporating battery technology in future fleets. In other news, six Riverhead residents are among 31 alleged members of a subset of the Bloods street gang facing felony charges under a 103 count indictment announced yesterday by Suffolk County District Attorney Raymond A. Tierney. As reported on RiverheadLocal.com, the long-term investigation that led to the indictments covered 34 separate incidents, including 18 shootings, three armed robberies, three long-term conspiracies, including a conspiracy to commit murder and the recovery of 12 loaded handguns used in 13 shootings and armed robberies. A 44-year-old schoolteacher was shot and killed by gang members on the 1st of April last year. In Hempstead, according to the DA's press release, per the indictment, the defendants are alleged members of the Bloodhound Brims Street Gang, which Tierney described as an established and organized subset of the Nationwide Bloods Gang. The investigation into a series of violent acts allegedly committed by members of the Bloodhound Brims got underway in early 2022 and was conducted by multiple law enforcement agencies from Suffolk County, Riverhead Town, Southampton Town, Nassau County, as well as federal agencies. Over the course of nearly two years, investigators executed over 100 search warrants into residences vehicles, and digital sources to gather evidence and intelligence about members and associates of Bloodhound Brims, Tierney said. Quote, the uh, investigation revealed sprawling and extensive criminal conduct allegedly committed by members of Bloodhound Brims dating back to August 2021. End quote. That's from the press release. The investigation culminated in a five-month grand jury presentation. And finally, a Southampton vacation home owned by the Hilton family is set to hit the market for the first time in 25 years. Ariel Dollinger reporting on Newsday.com that the home owned by Rick and Kathy Hilton is listed for $14.95 million, confirmed by the Corcoran Group, who is listing the property, the 10,500-square-foot house, sits on 2.7 acres within a gated community Um, that from Jared Seligman's Instagram, who's with Corcoran, the Hiltons, whose children include uh, reality television personality Paris Hilton and designer Nikki Hilton, purchased the Fordune Drive Southampton Village home in 1999 for $2.385 million. Property records show the buyers would have access to Fowler's Beach, according to to the Wall Street Journal. Uh, let's stay here in Southampton for the weather. I'm going to read all the way into the weekend since we have some snow that is likely to come. Uh, looking like a sunny Friday here in the village with a high near 44 degrees. Windy with a northwest wind 22-29 20 miles per hour gusting as 39. That's that's high, so be careful. Make sure you have all secure on your property. Tonight, snow likely mainly after 4 a.m. in the morning uh, going into uh, noon and a a chance of snow between noon and 4 tomorrow. Slight chance of snow showers after that on Saturday. But back to tonight, uh, northwest wind, 5 to 10 miles per hour becoming light after midnight. We're looking at Less than an inch of accumulation possible for tonight. And then um like less than half an inch tomorrow. So it shouldn't be too bad. Uh, cloudy tomorrow uh, other than the snow with a high near 38 degrees, wind chill between 20 and 30. And of course, anything can happen between now and then. So don't hold me to it. I'm Gianna Volpe, and I am excited about this morning's program, as I always am. Uh, One of my favorite nature nerds, Jen Murray, will be joining us to talk about a free coyote talk tomorrow, I believe, on the North Fork. Uh, You can find out more by staying with us and listening to our chat with Jen at the bottom of the next hour. Coyote or coyote? Tracks between now and then from uh, artists of all decades and genres Coulter Wall, Sunshine and the Mackenzie Sound, Jesse Ray Smith, and the Sons of the Pioneers in your immediate listening future. Then we've got a J artist tri pack, Jack Dwyer, Jack Hardy, and Jenny Owens Young, before a double hit of local artists. Christine Sweeney and Rory Kelly and their uh, coyote tracks from uh, their records, Which, which both feature them in the water, by the way. I find that very, very interesting and it looks beautiful on the playlist because WLIWFM is also your place to find local music. So stay with us for it all. Kicking it off with Flatland Cavalry featuring William Clark. Green, it's the ballad of Roy Johnson. Coyote from the Humble Folks record of 2016 on Long Island's only local NPR radio station. Powered by your donations to WLIW.org slash radio.
1: all day sitting in the shade waiting in my pickup truck not too long a long man drives by and stops to see what's up so I had to pull on over and give my eyes a break you're a busy man nothing to see here so I send him on his way I see his taillights fading and I grab my glass of tea Truth is, my name's Roy Johnson. Coyote is my tray <laughs> Not five minutes later, a mosquito bush starts shaking like it was a prey. Fifteen men, women, and children jumped in the back of my Chevrolet saw them trembling in my rearview mirror through my aviator shade. "May I'm Roy Johnson, and Coyote is my tray. Cause you won't hear Johnson Coyote is my trade.
2: I did what my mama told me. I got my four-year degree. Now I'm an expert in logistics. and I get product from A to B. No, I don't cut no corners. I've always got a plan If you're looking for my services Amigo, I'm your man And I'll get you cross that Rio Welcome to the USA Tip the hat, say the name's Roy Johnson Coyote is my trade. Now you won't hear me coming You won't see my face I cut that trail All without a trace It's my line of business No, it ain't no pretty thing My name is Roy Johnson Coyote is my (laughs) trace
1: It was yesterday I had that Chevy parked right under my usual spot of
2: shade. Not five minutes later, a muskete bush started shaking like it was afraid. Fifteen federal jumped out. And they all knew my name. guess they saw me coming. They saw my face. I've trail a thousand times Guess i left the trees It's my line of business And I ain't ashamed to say My name is Roy Johnson Coyote is my trade Hey, hey Now I spend all day
1: Sitting in the shade Waiting in my pickup truck
0: Flatland Cavalry and William Clark Green. I've got my sensor fingers primed and ready for this next one. Coulter Wall, The Coyote and the Cowboy. WLIWFM's Heart of the East End.
3: reckon he's got to be he lives in the snow at 40 below or in Malibu by the sea and I'm just an old cow puncher I love to listen to his tune as I get high on a bottle of rye the coyote gets drunk on the moon as I get high on a bottle of rye the coyote gets drunk on the moon Cowboys, a conundrum, a contradiction in sage. Says it doing fine on the poverty line with the working cowboys' wage. The whiskey bottle costs 32 bucks, the big prairie moon is free. So who is a dumber son of a? C- a little coyote or me? Who is a dumber son of a? C- little coyote in me
0: All right, all right. Good so far. You got this, jee. <laughs>
3: Well, I drifted off to dream Made it for a life with a coyote wife, A bushy-tailed coyote queen Way down in the valley By the old jasper sea The cowboy got high on a bottle of rye And we got drunk on the moon The cowboy got high on a bottle of rye And we got drunk a coyote is a survivor Reckon he's got to be He lives in the snow at 40 below Or in Malibu by the sea And I'm just an old cow puncher I love to listen to his tune As I get high on a bottle of wine A coyote gets stuck on the moon As I get a on a bottle of
0: pride,
3: a drunk on moon.
0: From Coulter Wall to Sunshine and the Mackenzie Sound, you get a little bit of it all right here on the Heart Morning and Midnight Show, recorded live from the heart of the East End, the WLI-WFM studio in Southampton, New York. I'm Gianna Volpe, and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. You're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station. From Jesse Ray Smith to the Sons of the Pioneers, you get it all. You're on Long Island's only local NPR radio station. Commercial-free. Because of you and your donations. To WLIWFM.org. A cowboy and a coyote Way
4: out on the western prairie The cowboy sat a-smokin' And a dreamin' about his Mary. The coyote started howlin' With his nose pointing to the moon For a while the cowboy listened Then I heard him sing this tune You're a nice little coyote You prowl around and howl around the moon all night You're a sharp little fella You bellow out and yell about until the light And you always sound so lonesome You make me a little bit blue But I ain't got time for prowlin' Or I do a little howlin' too Go away, little critter Yelpin' ain't a-helpin' me to hit the sack Get along, little varmint I'll pick me up a-stickin' up and Whack your back If you don't cut out that yappin' How can I get any napping done? So go easy on the screaming while I do a little dreaming about my only one. Ain't helping me to hit the sack Get along, little varmint I'll pick me up a-stickin' up And whack your back If you don't cut out that yappin' How can I get any nappin' done? So go easy on the screaming While I do a little dreamin' About my only one Let me dream about my only one
5: cry are as blue as the sea. If you keep on crying, you could fill up a lake. Or just stay up and howl a night away. Coyote, your love will start. How far will you go to try and win her heart? And will she make you She'd break you. Guess we'll have to wait and see. Cause love can be so mean. for coyote and love with a star.
6: Maidens who sight Rambo Scarf-trapped earrings without chances Of restitution in the arms of the cold Alone as a coyote who scratches carefully Down the vacant streets of storefront tombs Alone as a coyote who dances madly With anyone who ritualizes under the moon of promise a paradise found in the dying guilt blaming all in the tomb of compromise in the precise wound that it helped to build alone as a coyote suffers openly vinegar to the lips of dying flesh alone as a coyote who acts majestically on that stage of countdown When his life is a mess And the torch is set to the sweet pavilions Where the ladies dangle their husbands A diamond-studded leash is worth millions in the fine print of contracts of understand. Alone is a coyote who left all behind him to chance freedom in the wisdom of a fool. Alone is a coyote who changes his mind when the chance comes to break all of the rules. a metaphor divided in ruin. To the victor the ashes, to the victim the crown. Resistance is a luxury provided with doom, where the foolhardy fantasize all the way down. Alone as a coyote it thirsted so patiently for the moment of truth it betrayed so soon. Alone as a coyote stalks all the graveyards, Digging up the promises Sworn to the moon
0: howling along with the playlist right now. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. From Jack Hardy to Jenny Owen Youngs, Christina Sweeney, and Rory Kelly from right here on the island in your immediate listening future. It's W-L-I-W-F-F. Stay with us. Wait, in up and down my
7: backyard, Gets you caught up dead. some southern Wash my hands before you go I think I'm confused
0: I'm adding that to my GG faves (laughs) Alright the band Joni Mitchell's uh, Coyote coyote. From the last Waltz record
8: And concert
0: But first Christina Christine Sweeney And Rory Kelly
8: I didn't come here To make you a friend Just looking for some warm feeling Don't make a fire cause I'm running away I ain't no coyote But I'm howling I Ooh, I ain't no coyote But you got me howling, 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 howling Is it my cry that disturbs you? That ain't a witchy woman And you know I can't cast a spell, yet. Yeah. I'm sure no devil, but I know hell
0: WLIWFM is your place for local music. So we're backing up Christine Sweeney's Coyote from her 2022 record Heart in a Hurry with Rory Kelly's Coyote from Rising, Rising, Rising of 2016. Then hopping back in time to 78, the very famous, incredibly good Last Waltz concert. Joni Mitchell performing with the band Her Coyote leading you into the NPR news break at the top of the hour. We'll be back.
5: Joni Mitchell.
9: Coyote We just come from such different sets of circumstance. I'm up all night in the studios and you're early on your rave, you'll be brushing You just picked up a hitcher Prisoner of the white lines On the freeway I looked a coyote right in the face On the road to Valgeny roving the public rooms, picking through keyholes in numbered doors, where the players lick their wounds and take their temporary lovers, and their pills and powders to get them through this passion play. No regrets, Coyote. I just get off up a ways. You just picked up a hitcher.
0: With Long Island local news on, is it today's, uh, isn't today Abraham Lincoln's birthday? Friday, February 16th, 2024. I'll look it up. I'm Gianna Volpe. On WLIWFM, the Biden administration has awarded $4.9 million to Suffolk County to replace the decades-old air traffic control tower at Gabreski Airport in West Hampton Beach. Robert Brodsky reporting on Newsday.com that the funding award, part of the Federal Aviation Administration's Airport Terminal Grant Program, represents about 30% of the more than 16 million dollars requested by the county for the project another 3.35 million has already been secured in state and federal grants the remaining 7.76 million dollars needed to complete the project is expected to come from the faa or gabruski's fund balance according to county affiliate uh, officials the control tower at the county run airport was built in the 40s and has outlived its usefulness and no longer meets federal requirements according to the FAA quote investing in our aging infrastructure like the air traffic control tower at Gabruski ensures the safety and efficiency of air travel while also contributing to the growth and prosperity of our communities that from Suffolk County executive uh Edward P. Romaine. The county expects to go out to bid on the project in the summer and to break ground in the fall. The rescue, which has three runways, is utilized by private aviation, corporate businesses, and air taxi services, and is home to the 106th rescue wing of the Air National Guard. The existing 75-foot tower would be replaced by a new 160-foot Four-foot tower. County records show the existing tower will remain in service until the tower is completed. Um, Apologies and a correction. It's not Lincoln's birthday, apparently. No, no, maybe. No, oh, maybe they're celebrating. Oh, yeah, no. So Lincoln's birthday is February 12th, 1809. I don't know why I associate... The 16th with him. Uh, My mistake. February 12th, that is President Lincoln's birthday. In other news, the lines of Long Island's four congressional districts would not change a bit under a new redistricting map approved yesterday by a bipartisan panel. Yancey Roy, reporting on Newsday.com, that the independent Redistricting Commission under a court order unveiled its proposal for boundaries in New York's 26 congressional districts, and more than 90 percent of the proposed map looks just like the current one. The map still must be approved by the New York State Legislature. The five Republican, five Democrat Redistricting Commission said only three districts contained any noticeable political changes. Ten weren't altered at all. The most noticeable changes were would improve Democrats' chances at flipping a district in the Syracuse area and tinker with adjacent districts in the Hudson Valley and Catskills to slightly help a Democratic and a Republican incumbent. In Nassau and Suffolk counties, no changes made to any of the four districts, which currently feature three Republicans and one Democrat. That's because commissioners couldn't come close To a consensus for the region, quote, Long Island was the toughest place of all to consider changes. That quote from Charles Nesbitt, the Republican vice chair of the commission, who told Newsday, that's because we had vastly different ideas of where the line should be drawn. So in the end, we settled on the current lines and agreed to disagree. Next, the maps will be forwarded to the State Assembly and Senate for approval or rejection, a vote likely uh, to occur no earlier than February 26th, the petitioning period for candidates to qualify for June congressional primaries is set to begin February 27th. And finally, opening its expanded 2024 season, Shelter Island Friends of Music presents the Horzowski Trio this Sunday at 3 p.m. in the Shelter Island Presbyterian Church. I know I, I messed this up. Uh, Piano, Cello, and Violin Trio, and apologies if I mispronounce anything. Uh, uh, Music by Franz Jochef Hayden, Chen Yi, and Dmitry Shostakovich. I think I got it that time. Uh, Admissions-free donations appreciated. A reception with the musicians following the concert. The Horzowski Trio has become a vital force in the international chamber music world since their formation in 2011. Uh, During a concert tour of Germany in 2022, critics proclaimed this ensemble can play anything. Again, they are performing at Shelter Island Presbyterian Church for free this Sunday at 3 p.m. And for more information, you can go to Shelter Island, friendsofmusic.org. Reading the weather there, one of my favorite spots in the world. Mostly sunny Friday on the Beloved Rock with a high near 42 degrees. wind chill values between 20 and 30 degrees. Windy with a northwest wind 22 to 30 miles per hour. Gusting as high as 40 miles per hour today. A uh, chance of light snow between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m. Tonight slash tomorrow morning. A chance of snow after 4 a.m., To lead into Saturday, increasing clouds with a low around 21 degrees. Northwest wind, 5 to 14 miles per hour. Saturday, a chance of snow or light snow before noon. Seems like a good night to salt the driveway, right? Uh, Then a chance of snow before noon and 4 p.m. Saturday with a slight chance of snow showers after that time. Mostly cloudy otherwise with a high near 37 degrees uh, good to know that it'll um, be higher than freezing but it but no not a lot of sun to help melt thats that little bit of snow wind a chill between 15 and 25 uh not very helpful light and variable wind becoming Northwest 8 to 13 miles per hour in the morning on Saturday right now it's 37 degrees continuing the coyote edition of the heart uh, before a one of my favorite peeps uh, and nature nerds Jen Murray of Turtleback Farm uh, who has been participating in um the uh, the count and uh, the Long Island coyote study groups um you know, looking at how many coyotes we got around these parts, is going to be joining us to talk about the free talk tomorrow night, Halleck State Park Preserve from 6 to 8 p.m. on the North Fork. Uh, You can register if interested at tinyurl.com slash coyote talk. And certainly stay tuned to find out more from Miss Murray, I'm Gianna Volpe. This is Dylan LeBlanc, at Jamestown Revival, and Thomas Levine on deck. And you, who I'm, G- and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to WLIWFM NPR Radio. Mm-hmm. Jamestown Revival, Coyote from the Young Man Record of 2022. This one, a single from the same year by Thomas Levine. Levine. Jen Murray joining us in just a few minutes here on The Heart. WLIWFM. Oh, and a little note I've been doing one interview a morning rather than two. <sighs> They're higher quality. I don't know
10: which way he's gonna
0: go. So I wanted to say... For folks uh, looking to come on the show that I I may not be able to fit in...
10: To clear the in my if you have a
0: non-profit... Definitely fill out an application to get a PSA running.
10: It's
0: a great way to have uh, the information out there. More than on one spot. Don't sleep on our event calendar, especially with East End Explorers doing spotlights on events.
11: Heavy is
0: the of time. And definitely don't forget, you can always reach Paula Hank at HankP at wliw.org to underwrite with us. It's a great way to make the relationship symbiotic. In make sure your message is heard while ensuring we can stay here for you and for the community that's H I N C K P is in Peter at WLIW.org. org
11: And it's red. Like it's a
0: Jen Murray joining us here on the heart of the East End that was Thomas Levine uh, Coyote Jen we've been doing Coyote songs all morning long Oh I'm sorry I missed it <laughs> It's a, we're doing the best for you as well right before Jen comes on the air she said I'm going to do my very best for you Jen you always do <laughs> your very best for everyone, whether it's your family, for uh, the the piping plovers, for the coyotes, uh, and for the kids. I, I always love seeing the uh, nature programming that you do on the North Fork. Uh, so tell us, first of all, tell us everything about what's going on tomorrow night. And before you do that, uh, tell me about the work you've been doing with, uh, hold on, um, so just so I don't screw it up. It is called the Long Island Coyote Study Group. So have you been counting and tracking uh, the movement of the Eastern Coyote East onto Long Island? Because I know they've been working their way
12: back out here. Um. So... I've been tracking coyotes on the North Fork since 2019. I'm okay. sure they were here before that. Right. Um, they've actually been documented on the South Fork. Right. Like uh, what? Out in Bridgehampton or where? Where? Watermill okay. was in 2013. Um, somewhere near there. I think there's documentation even of a on a trail camera in 2011. Nice. Yeah. So they they started. Uh, they were first. Um, documented in Fisher's Island in uh, 2009. Nice. And it's really not known if the, the East End coyotes came from Fisher's Island or from West. uh, Western Long Island.
0: I mean, it, it, either, well, I don't know about uh, the first one, but I mean, we do know that coyotes are very comfortable in uh, high population
12: city areas, right? Yes, they're highly adaptable. They, they do do well in uh, urban areas. Right. Eating rats and... <laughs> Garbage, whatever's, uh,
0: whatever's about.
12: Yeah, they're scavengers. They're omnivores. They they eat um, vegetation, seeds, berries, um, raccoons. Um, yeah, they have a highly diversified diet. On, on the east end, we found that they, they have... Uh, they love rabbits. And I think that's their their preferred diet
0: is rabbit. Just like a like a red-tailed hawk loves a good rabbit.
12: Yes, and the great horned <laughs> owl. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, so,
0: and and this was uh, low populations, like more like individuals, right? Individual spottings?
12: Right. Right. Yeah. Um, Confirmed breeding, it's not confirmed on the east end. It's um, either lone individuals or most recently three were spotted on a camera moving. Uh, But they can travel 10 to 12 miles in a night. So they can go back and forth from Wading River to Orient uh, pretty pretty easily. Wow. Especially with the large tracts of rural landscape we have. Uh, so personal,
0: personal sightings over, uh, over time, Jen, for you? Have there um, been any? they're
12: highly elusive. Um, I've, I've only seen one with my own eyes once.
0: Yeah. Tell me, I want to hear that story. Cause I know it, that must've been, uh, made your year and then some.
12: <laughs> it just, um, it just helps confirm, um, that they're there when you actually see it with your own eyes. But, you know, using trail cameras is great evidence too, rather than looking for tracks and scat right. and, you know, studying, um, uh, deer carcasses that have been eaten, uh, you know, usually roadkill, but, um, yeah, it, it just happened to be, uh, trotting probably back to where it sleeps for the day. Um, in, in in my in laws neighborhood. Um and um it was far away but it was uh and it was early in the morning but th- yeah that was pretty exciting. Where w- in Riverhead Town, South Old Town? South Old Town. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that was in twenty twenty one. Okay. And and do you but,
0: get um, do you end up like a uh, uh, have you gotten, you know, how, how much evidence have you gathered? What what work have you been doing with the study group? What can you tell us?
12: Uh, the study group consists of um, environmental organizations like Sea Tuck and Green, Green Tree, um, also the American Museum of Natural History, Hofstra University, the Wild Dog Foundation, and um, the dec of course new york state parks even the national park service has been involved Um, so there's it's a it's a collective of um, organizations and agencies that document and study this uh natural expansion i mean i know a big question is you know a lot of people consider them an invasive species but they're they're naturalizing they're they're coming on their own it's not like they were planted here. They're they're making their own. Isn't um, this wouldn't this probably
0: wouldn't this probably be a, a return of sorts? I have to imagine at one yeah, time we it, had it, coyotes.
12: Well, we had a wolf and it's not really known whether How? it was the red wolf of the southeastern United States or the Eastern Wolf. But both of those wolves uh, did have coyote DNA. So it's almost like they're returning. With a different genetic makeup. Wait, when did um, we have a wolf filling that niche? We did on Long Island. Yeah, when? we also had bears and rattlesnakes. Um, 1600s, going to the 1700s.
0: Cool. You know, and
12: then we we pretty much um, so, you know opened So having farmland. having
0: having a wolf that must mean that wolves like bears require a lot of. Territory or land,
12: right? And so that encroachment, that human development, that that uh, taking away of forested habitat and certainly make way for farmland,
0: farmers, and and it it only takes one. And also hunting these, right?
12: Yeah, I mean, we had timber timber rattlesnake. um, I think the last one was killed, I believe, at the Ronkonkoma rail line in the 1950s, so I mean we were once very wild um, and you'll see a lot of species are making a comeback. Mink, river otter, bald eagles, I mean so um, especially um, even though human development continues there's a lot of farmland that's reverting back to forest. Um, and, certainly you know, more,
0: ravens. and certainly more, and certainly more environmental protections, uh, and and uh, uh, groups that are um, enforcing that. I think I saw a raven yesterday. I want to make friends. are
12: great.
0: I want to make friends <laughs> with a raven or a crow so badly. Hey Jen, I the other morning the garbage man came through, right? And then I look out my window after the the truck pulls off and there's a murder of crows outside and i i lost i lost my head and i ended up scaring them away because i went out there uh to try to make friends with them and i think when i was like <laughs> i i was like i ran out like caw 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 and they're like oh my god get out of here there's a crazy lady and uh ryan theorized maybe the maybe the murder Follows the the trucks,
12: and it sounded like a it's great possible. theory. I mean, they're it, smart birds. It, yes, I mean you have ravens. Um, they have like a daily route of scanning the roadways for roadkill. I mean, they, they're they're very well. These smart, are, these uh, were crows, and I'm cur- and I'm curious. Uh, it's, all right, so
0: I I tend to see uh, crows uh, more often than not in a group, in a murder. And I tend to see ravens more often than not by themselves. Are they a bit more solitary or is it just because of the numbers
12: being less? Um, Both, really. Um, The numbers also, they're going to be able to find more food if they split up. Um, The crows actually just naturally congregate in winter, whereas the ravens are really usually in just their pairs. Yeah. So there's, there's that. You know, and then when spring comes, the, ra- the crows break up into their smaller family groups again. You know so you'll see back to two to three in a group.
0: Here's a nice segue but back segue back into uh, canids. I-, I only just recently learned about how uh, ravens
12: uh, hunt with wolves yes they there it has been well documented they will um lead a symbiotic relationship between ravens and wolves where um the ravens rely on the wolves to open up you know say a a, a deer a, um, a deer died of you know whether it was hit by a car or starved or for whatever reason they can't really um even living ones right pric- think skin um what do you mean?
0: Even living deer, like they'll, you know, they could be up in the tree, see a deer, and then go and alert a pack.
12: Oh no, th- do they, they do- usually just alert them of a uh, carcass. Of, okay, and, because the, the wolves have the ability to get through the hide to open right. the carcass. So um, there, it's been documented where, where they kind of uh, pester the the wolves and get them to follow them to the carcass. Um, it's also been documented. Um, that the expansion southward from the north of the ravens coming from the northern uh, boundaries of the United States um, followed the uh, expansion of the eastern coyote as they as they came down from Canada Um, okay so they so the expansion actually didn't come directly West They actually went up into Canada and then came back down Um, into the Northeast. And they've been uh, interbreeding with wolves um, along the way. And some dog, there's some dog DNA in there too. Um, And they've been actually in New York, I believe since 1900, definitely since the 1930s, they've been established there. That's why you get, you get like, you get like koi dog, uh, I
0: guess that's from interpreting between.
12: There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, nicknames. Oh, oh, tell uh, for, me some of them,
0: because <laughs> there's got to be some with wolf Coy Koi
12: wolf, coy. Koi... <laughs> right. I mean, there's there's a there's a lot, um, and it's you know, it, it, what everyone's referring to is really this uh, this eastern coyote, which is has a a little cocktail mix of um, coyote wolf, the western coyote, the gray wolf. And the domestic dog, um, and uh, Long Island is the last large landmass for them to colonize. So it's they've been pretty much established everywhere else except Long Island, and they're here now. And it's uh, important to understand how to coexist with them because there's, you know, I know p- people are campaigning to get rid of them, but it's that's not going to be the solution. There's it, why they, they why do you why do you start... say
0: that? What's tell me ex- well, tell me have, your it's,
12: stance. It's, so this is well, it's, it's not my personal one. It's just uh, scientific documentation that when people try to exterminate them, it's kind of like a trigger, like rabbits for just species survival. They just they'll just produce more pups. Um, mm. So we're not eradicating. Them. We're actually making the situation worse. Um, so letting them balance themselves out in their habitat is uh, usually it's, it's been documented to to work out better, um, and then also pr- protecting uh, your livestock, keeping right. your cats indoors, you yeah, keeping your pet. Can you can you talk a little bit more about that? So
0: because uh, I think that it's a, it's an important uh, way to look at things that uh, you know I mean. I got to say and, and how much it breaks my heart when I see a kitty on the side of the road um that has been hit by a car and I'm thinking, you know, all right, there's been a lot of uh you know, people have gotten very comfortable with outdoor domestic cats, but uh, we have had happily a return of you know, uh, numbers of bald eagles and, and large birds of prey. And as you mentioned, uh, some of our natural predators that help balance, uh, you know, uh, the, the web of life. Uh, and maybe the answer is not the eradication, as you're mentioning, of such wild species, but maybe a rethinking of how we are caring for our domestic animals because, you know, it certainly uh, could be the fact without barring, you know, even if we were to eradicate predators, uh, the, the number one predator has got to be the, the, the automotive, the, the car. Um, you know, if you want to keep <laughs> um, your kitties yeah. safe, I imagine that considering keeping them indoors is the answer. Yes, yeah, so there's
12: definitely been an imbalance, you know, the, the overpopulation of deer. Um, overpopulation of raccoons Um, the cats uh, the outdoor cats um, definitely contribute to the death of billions of songbirds I mean that's well documented also Um, Mm. you know um, so I mean even even without this situation there's there's always been this imbalance encouragement to keep um, cats indoors Um, but the 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 apex predators. I mean, they it's it's been documented all over the United States. Whenever there's an apex predator coming back, there's a there's a return to some semblance of balance um, of of the, the ecosystem, and it's um it's something uh I, I, we we just have to adapt to and, to this new resident and
0: and, and a, as far as people are concerned. I can't imagine a coyote poses much, if any, danger to a person. Well, I imagine they,
12: they steer quite clear. They do. They're highly elusive. They, they don't want anything to do with humans. However, if people are, begin to feed them, um, and oh, they start thing. depending on humans feeding them, um, this—that's where the these altercations occur. Where they lose their fear of humans, and that's what we don't want. We we want them to have a healthy fear of humans. So there's um, hazing methods. If they, if you actually see one that that it's standing there in your yard and it's not running away when it sees you, you have to yell, bang, make loud noises, and scare it away. Right. We want to keep a healthy fear of humans. I mean that that's how you know we reduce any interactions, even with our own pets in our yards, keeping them, um, keeping that healthy fear is, is absolutely key in coexistence.
0: I'm so glad that you touched on that topic because I see uh, the those problematic uh, erasure of boundaries uh, prevalent in our social media society um, with bears, with, with, with other Wild animals, um, you know. Uh, I'm I'm really grateful that you talked about that. Is that something you're going to I touch think, on tomorrow? Go ahead, Jen. Sorry.
12: Yes, it's definitely going to be touched on. Um, you know the 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 um, folks of the Long Island Study Group are going to be talking about hazing. Um, you know how to how to maintain that balance, how to coexist um, strategies for that answering any questions, um, like questions that come up, you know, aren't they an invasive species? Um, Are they going to kill my cats? Are they going to attack my children? And common fears that that folks have, uh, all all questions will be addressed. And we encourage people to come and bring these concerns and questions to this meeting, which is at Halleck State Park Preserve in the Visitor Center, 6 o'clock tomorrow, Saturday, February 17th. Uh, we do we, we are encouraging registration um, which is actually tinyurl.com uh, slash coyote talk. Yes, thank you. You're welcome.
0: Yes. <laughs> I I, origi- um, I had posted it on uh, the heart of the East End Instagram and then I looked back at the post and I wrote tiny chat for at first, which is a completely different website. Um, But it's it's been since corrected. So tinyurl.com slash coyote talk free chat tomorrow, uh, six to eight uh, Bring uh, You'll hear a lot of answers to common questions, many of which will probably be answered with common sense, Um, uh, although it's a topic that the average person might not know a whole lot about. That's why we're grateful to folks like you, Jen.
12: That's actually the whole purpose of this um, committee. There's a subcommittee called the Outreach um, Group that I'm a part of for the Long Island Coyote Study. And, um, you know, we'll probably increase these kinds of presentations um, as coyotes become more and more established on Long Island. I know folks ask for a Zoom. link. I'm sure they'll be offered also in the future, but it's, it's important to address folks' concerns, um, dispel myths that people have. Um, you know, there's, there's theories that the DEC released coyotes on the North Fork. I mean, there's so many myths surrounding, um, this elusive creature. And, um, so it's important that people feel uh, like they have a good understanding. Good my my guess is the answer. My
0: guess is the answer is no. And knowing how, uh, as you mentioned earlier, how far coyotes and and certainly wolves can travel travel even farther, I imagine. Uh, can uh, they travel in in a day? Uh, it's not at all out of the realm of possibility or probability that this is uh, just yeah you know they, natural expansion. They
12: prob- they've probably been here longer than we think yeah i imagine um, so just we just have individuals that yeah
0: yeah we only just um, recently got into the the ring generation and the the travel the travel cam world in what like the last decade or so and right. that's since and that's when we began uh seeing seeing evidence
12: more and more trail cameras have yes. gone up uh, for whether it's for the, the Long Island Mammal Survey,
0: um, that
12: Sea Tuck spearheads, um, which everyone should get involved in if they can um, through iNaturalist. Um, you know, the hunters have more cameras up. The technology just becomes more affordable. Um, you know, also we're, we have a concentrated effort on trying to document the expanse of the coyote, studying populations, and their correlation, how are they affecting the raccoon population? Do they affect the red fox population? Do I mean, they I've, affect I've, the I've red fox? I've actually seen an influx in red fox on the I, North Fork.
0: Yeah, so I've, I've seen know, more.
12: It's, you know, it's it's interesting to study these um, population trends. Um, it's, you know, it's possible that they work an area, like a river otter will go to a stocked fish pond deplete it leave come back when it you know a couple years later um, it's possible that the coyotes do that with the rabbit population once they're not as easy to catch they move on uh, because you know as, as anyone ha- may have seen there's sometimes a huge population of rabbits um, in, a, in a, any given area um, so they're, they're opportunistic they're going they're going to be finding an area where food is easily attainable which is again why we want to not feed them um, keep our pets and our cats indoors. Um, they don't know a pet from you know a wild animal if food is food to them. So they're like,
0: My bad, I didn't uh, know that was Mr. Toodles. I just you know saw a snack.
12: Yeah, they're, I mean, uh, great horned owls and eagles are also threats to small dogs. Um, you know, those, you know, we we need to protect our pets um, right. so it's it's important for people to just learn as much as they can that is one of the aspects of this study group is to um educate the public
0: well we're psyched we're psyched about tomorrow night at Halleck state park preserve from 6 to 8 pm free open to the public have your questions answered and your concerns find out more uh, if interested, uh, register. Uh, registration can be found at tinyurl.com slash talk. I'm Gianna Volpe. That was Jennifer Murray. This was and is the uh, Heart Morning and Midnight Show underwritten by Village Overhead Doors and Sag Harbor Cinema. Uh, this is Mad Caddies. And you, whoever you are out there, You are awesome and you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM, leading you into the the NPR news break and the end of another successful broadcasting week with Ronstadt Generation's Y loss to Nenzies from the uh, in the land of the setting sun record of 2016. After Mad Caddy's Keep It Going record of 2007, both tracks titled Coyote, right here on the Coyote edition of The Heart, recorded live from the WLIWFM wfm studio in Southampton, New York. Make tomorrow night's coyote chat, but still are hankering to learn more. Jen said she's going to be posted up in the main, uh, the the municipal parking lot across the street from Southhold Library tomorrow during Winterfest.
13: In the land of the setting sun, coyote runs. Songbirds all alone
0: Answering your questions About the coyote
13: In the land of the setting sun Coyote runs Songbirds all alone Shadows Left on the scene, coyote runs and the songbirds all alone. Sister Green, down on her knees, coyote runs and the songbirds all alone. In the land of the setting sun, the cold wind blows, songbirds all alone. In the land of the setting sun, the cold wind blows, songbirds all alone. City dreams float on the breeze. Coyote runs and the songbirds all alone. Mocking.